0: Now we're ready. Oh, it was kind of weird starting up, wasn't it? Brother Mark's up here leading the singing, and usually if you see Brother Mark leading the singing, I'm not here. I've seen some of y'all look over at me like, Lord, did they fire him? (laughs) No, they ain't got rid of me yet, so praise God. It's a joy to be here in God's house. Good to see all y'all tonight. Thankful for the opportunity to be able to preach, and uh, I had somebody ask me one time, you know, do you get nervous? I always get nervous. and I'm like, seriously, are you kidding me? I always get nervous. And I'm, I am i was thinking about how quick I could get to that exit door before he called my name out a while ago. Hallelujah. That's just how nervous I get. I take it seriously when I preach the Word of God. That's why, because I want to be pleasing to the Lord. And I always want to uh, do His will. And I want to be pleasing to Him. And I uh, always want to make the Lord happy. You know, its it's not about making everybody else happy. It's about doing what God wants me to do. But I hope that when we leave here, we can all say that we got something good from the Word of God. Amen. I know there's been times that I've, uh, and I hate to say it, but there's been times on midweek prayer meeting service that I'd be getting ready in the shower, be ready to, to come to church, and I just didn't feel like coming. I'll just be honest. Y'all forgive me for that. I didn't feel like it. And, and I'd get to church, and then God would really bless me. And, and when I'd leave, I'm like, thank God I came to church. And I leave, I've never came in this building one time and didn't get fed from the Word of God. And what a blessing it is to be able to have a place we come to and, and be able to meet with God. And God, I hope y'all, I didn't lose y'all already. Y'all forgive me. I ain't got the victory over uh, being carnal every once in a while. Amen. Y'all with me? Amen. Turn in your Bibles, if you will, to Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 1. The Bible tells us, it says, Paul and Timothy, the servant of Jesus Christ to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi with the bishops and deacons, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine for you all making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Verse number six, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work." and you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray God that you'll bless us. God as we preach your word, God I pray that you'll just help me as I read from the word of God. Lord as we break the bread of life, God I pray Lord that you'll just help me and use me to be a blessing to somebody here tonight. God may we leave different Lord than we came in this place from reading from your word. I pray God that you'll put us under the spout where the glory comes out. And I pray God that you'll just use us, help us to be a blessing. God, we just want to thank you and we want to praise you. You are worthy, you are holy, and we love you and thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Philippians, verse. Number three, if you look with me at chapter number one, we see two words I want to go with real quick, and I gotta be real quick about this. But we see the word think and we see remembrance. I can't help but think, and I can't help remember sometimes about some of the good I like to put songs with everything that I do. That's just what I do. Somebody can we'll be riding down the road and and somebody'll say something, and I'll just start singing a song that had to go along with that word. I just like doing that for some reason. I don't know why kinda kinda ironic how I lead singing, right? Y'all still with me, amen. But I got to thinking about, uh, when I read this, I got to thinking about that song, God Has Been So Good to Me. God has been so good to me. I'm thankful for a fine family, the church where I attend, and for all my Christian friends. God has been so good to me. I can't help but think about that song, There's a Roof Up Above Me. There's a roof up above me. I have a good place to sleep. There's food on my table and shoes on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord, and a fine family. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. How about this one right here? Jesus passed by My way he made me whole. That day just a sinner was I. Then Jesus passed by. And oh, what a change in my life when Jesus passed by. These are some songs I start thinking about when I just think about how good God's been to me. He's been so good to me. I can never express enough how thankful I am. And that goes along with what we're about to see is a day of thanksgiving. You know, I heard... Heard it said once before we ought to have 364 days to be thankful and maybe one day to complain. But really, we don't even need that one day. we got so much to be thankful for. We ought not never complain about anything. How about this song? When the Savior reached down for me, He had to reach way down for me. I was lost and undone without God or His Son when He reached down His hand. For me. I'm glad, thank God, that the Savior reached further down than I could reach up. I was so lost in sin. I was headed to hell. Had nothing going for me in life. And I was searching for something. But I'm glad, thank God, that he found me. I got something to be thankful for tonight because God found me. I didn't find him. I know some of those songs, they they sound good, but I didn't find him. He found me. He knew where I was. He came looking for me. But I'm glad, thank God, he found me. You put that together, it makes a lot of sense, thank God. He knew where I was. And I'm glad that he knew where I was, and I'm glad, thank God, that he found me. So I'm thankful for my salvation. i got to hurry. I'm thankful for my salvation. I'm thankful not only for my salvation, but I'm thankful in my salvation. What do you mean? Well, I'm glad you asked me that. Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap. If we faint not, I don't want to faint. I want to be thankful for my salvation and in my salvation. I'm thankful for the victories that God has given me since I've been saved and since God has come into my life and he's changed my life. Think about the victories God has given each one of us. tonight. we got so much to thank Him for. I think it'd be good if we take a recess for about an hour and just shout the house down and raise the roof off of this place just thanking God for what he's done for us. God's been so good to us and we come in here sometimes and I know tired and wore out and we we just want to come in and get out of here and get home but I I think it'd be good if we just remember, we see that word thank and remember every time we come into God's house how good God's been to us and how we ought to lift up. The precious name of Jesus. So I'm thankful for my salvation. I'm thankful in my salvation. Thankful for the victories God has given me. Psalms 100 verse 4 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Colossians 3:15 says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body and be ye thankful. Let us be thankful and praise his name. You know, one way I can say that we can be thankful and one way that God knows is we're thankful is when we praise his name. When we lift him up. When we lift him up, I've got to close real quick now. Y'all listen real quick, and we'll be done about the same time. Judges 5.2 says, Praise ye the Lord. Judges 5.3 says, Praise to the Lord. Psalms 22.23, Ye that fear the Lord, praise Him. Psalms 33.1, Rejoice in the Lord. Psalms 1.100, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Psalms 104.35, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 105.45, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 106.1, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 106.48, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 111.1, Praise. Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 112, one, praise ye the Lord. Psalms 13, 1, praise ye the Lord. Psalms 13, 9 says, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 116 19 says, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 117:1 1 says, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 117:2 2 says, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 135, 1, praise ye the Lord. 135 21, praise ye the Lord. Psalms 146, 1 says, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 146, verse 10 says, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 147, 1 says, Praise you the Lord. Psalms 147 20 says praise you the Lord. Psalms 148 verse 1 says Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 148 14, Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 149 and verse 1 says Praise ye the Lord. 149 and verse 9, praise ye the Lord. Y'all getting a pattern here? I believe we ought to praise the Lord every time that we come into his house and everything all day long, all we do, praise you the Lord. Psalms 150 and verse 1, praise you the Lord. Psalms 150, verse 6, praise you the Lord. Isaiah 12, verse 4, praise ye the Lord. Jeremiah 20, 13, praise you the Lord. Romans 15, 11, praise you the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. I think we're a little bit behind. On praising God. Let's lift up his name. Let's be thankful this Thanksgiving for all God's done for us.
1: Hey, if you will, go ahead and turn in your Bibles to the book of Revelation, chapter 19. And uh, I'm excited. I'm just uh, just so thankful that uh, Brother Tim asked me to preach tonight. And uh, what I want to do right away is I want to make the, the devil mad. Are you all with me on that? All right, so here's what we're going to do. I just want you, just for a moment, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to go back. And I want you to go back to the place and visit the place where you got saved. There's nothing like going back and visiting where Satan lost you and God got you. All right. You found it? Everybody's found it. Everybody went back and found the place. All right. Nothing like it. That's exciting. i tell you what let's do. Let's uh, begin reading verse 7. Uh, chapter 19, verse 7 says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. And he saith unto me, Right blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Lord, I pray that you just speak through me to your people. And I sure thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to start by just saying that if you, if you focus on verse 7, you know who's at the marriage supper. It's the saved. It's the Christians. It's the ones that's accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Now we've got uh, a day coming up, Thanksgiving Day, a couple of days away. Thanksgiving, boy, have you got something to be thankful for? Hey, If you're breathing, you ought to be thankful, right? So, uh, hey, Thanksgiving Day, it's always an exciting day for me. You know why? Because it involves food. I love food, and I enjoy eating. There's nothing like at that Thanksgiving table have the city ham. I don't do country ham. City ham, turkey, mashed potatoes, no gravy, I'm city. And uh, corn and the stuffing, and don't forget the Hungry Jack biscuits. Now, that is a great meal, an exciting meal But can I tell you something? The marriage supper, that's going to be a meal that you'll never forget. I can't wait. Have you ever heard the saying about mashed potatoes? Have you ever ever heard anybody ever say, man, these are heavenly. I can't wait because that's going to be a great day. I'm looking so forward to that. Matter of fact, at the marriage supper, uh, you're going to see family and friends that's gone on before you that were saved, that accepted Jesus. I'm excited because I get to see my mom. I can't wait to have supper with my mom. I'm very excited about that. I'm, I think about my mom a lot, and I'm sure that people that's lost uh, loved ones recently... Um it, it's just not a fun thing, let me tell you. You know something? Talking about food, there's a certain place I enjoy going to eat sometimes in town, and, and I'll walk in and they'll say, Ah, oh, Mr. Johnson, you have reservation? And I'm like, No, but I'm just showing up. And they'll say, Come on back, we got we got a table for y'all. Can I tell you something? At the marriage supper, there's no just showing up. You can't just show up. You have to be part of the family. You have to be part of the family. Now, a minute ago, I had you to go back in your minds and find the place. Now, My question is to y'all tonight is, did you find it? Did you find it? Is there any trouble there? Is there any time of hesitation? Like, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Can I tell you something? You can be sure tonight. You do not have to walk out of this building... Being unsure of your salvation. Matter of fact, the greatest thing you... Hey, you do understand doubt doesn't come from God. You understand that, right? I mean, everybody's clear about that. So what you want to do is when Satan jumps on you, say, come on, Satan. Let's take a little stroll. I want to take you back to where you lost me. I'm going to take you back where he saved me. And then settle it. Don't have doubt about your salvation. Take Satan back and show him this is where it happened for me. For me, it was December 19, 2004, Woodland Baptist Church. Greatest day of my life. Because it settled my eternal destination. Okay? So I don't know. You may now you may not know the exact date. You may not remember the exact date or day. But you're gonna know the place. You're gonna remember where your life changed totally. So hey, let's be excited. This is something to be excited about. Now, I've asked you Did you go back and find it. Now, let me just say this. Jesus may come back tonight or tomorrow. Now, you know and I know we're not promised tomorrow. We know this. So, what if he came back? before you make it back to the house tonight have you settled it are you saved let's just pee, let's just put the rubber where it meets the road there's no more playing around this is too serious I used to play church I know I used to play it when I was younger hey Romans 10:13 Romans 10:13. Well, okay. Never mind. For whoso shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We want to be A. All you got to do is just call with your heart, not just your head. It's got to be a heart knowledge. So let me put it this way.
2: Have you called? Thank you. Have your Bible with you tonight, if you would. Turn to Romans chapter number 10. Romans chapter number 10. I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate the pastor for allowing me to preach tonight. And uh, thank God. And thank God for his many blessings. And thank God that we're still able to come to church and worship him and be in church tonight. Mm -hmm. Romans chapter number 10. Let's have a quick word of prayer and we'll get into the message tonight. Lord, I thank you for what you've done for us, God. I thank you for this another opportunity, Lord, that you've allowed us to meet with you, dear God, in your house and worship your name, God. I pray that you bless your scripture, Lord, and help us see something that we've never seen before, God. Help us help us go out of this building a different way than we came in, Father. Help us grow grow in Christ, Lord. Now I pray if there's anybody in this building who don't know you as their Lord and Savior, I pray to get that settled today. For it's eternally too late. For it's in Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Amen. What I want to talk about tonight is thank God. You know, in the many things that we get caught up in in the world, and with the coronavirus pandemic, and with the election confusion, and all the many crazy things with job situations and family situations, and all the many things that we're going through in this world, we can still thank God. There's still plenty of things to thank God for. I thank God, like Brother Mark was saying a minute ago about Calvary, thank God for Calvary. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. We don't
3: have to die and go to hell, and we can thank God for that right there. I want to look at four
2: things tonight very quickly that we can thank God for here in Romans chapter number 10. Number one, I think we ought to thank God for the supplication Thank
3: God for the supplication. The Bible said in verse number one, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God is that Israel might be saved. That right there is Paul speaking to, and, uh, he's Paul sitting there talking about the nation of Israel. He's talking about his heart's desire. Paul had a heart's desire. His prayer to God was for Israel to be saved. It was a supplication and the praying there. Thank God for the praying. We can pray to God, we can pray for to God. To To be saved. We can pray to God for others to be saved. We ought to thank God for the supplication. Thank God that we can come to God in prayer. As Paul did here, he is praying for the nation of Israel. He had a desire for the nation of Israel to be saved. God sought to prepare the nation of Israel for the coming of Jesus. But when Jesus came, they rejected Him. Many of them was not ready when Jesus came. The Bible said in John chapter 1 and verse number 11, that He came unto His own, and His own received them not. In other words, Jesus came into His own world, and His own people received them not. Don't that sound familiar in the day and age that we're living in today? God created us and God put us here on this earth, and many Times and oftentimes we reject God, we push God off to the side, and we forget all about God and the many blessings that He's bestowed upon our lives. We forget about what He did for us, we forget about how He lived for us, and how He died for us, and how He shed His own blood for us, how He took that beating for us. Once we get caught up in this world, we forget all about the Lord and all about His many blessings. That Jesus, He came into His own world, and His own people received Him not. We ought to thank God for the supplication. We ought to thank God that we can come to him in prayer. We ought to never take God for granted. We we ought to never take that we can go to God in prayer for granted. We ought to thank God for the supplication, amen. We ought to not only thank God for the supplication, but we ought to thank God for the saving. There was the supplication, there was the prayer there in verse number one, but there was the saving there in verse number nine. The Bible said that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth in the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. But it didn't just stop there and tell you how to get saved, but it let you know who could get saved. The Bible said there in verse number 12, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Hey, for the uh, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that will call upon his name. It didn't just say the Jew and the Greek could be saved. It further cleared it up there in verse number 13 where the Bible said, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It, the Bible said in Acts chapter 10 and verse number 34 that God is no respecter of persons. It don't matter if you black or white. It don't matter if you're rich or poor. God can and God will say, whosoever shall call upon his name. It don't matter what you've done. It don't matter where you've been. It don't matter who you are. It don't matter where you came from. Praise God that he can save you if you call upon his name. Not only should we thank God for the supplication and thank God for the saving, but we ought to thank God for the sermon. And when I say thank God for the sermon, I'm talking about the preaching of the word of God. The Bible said here in verses number 14 and 15. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? You see here, there must be a preacher they, to accept Jesus. he must call on Jesus. You must believe. To believe in Jesus, you must hear. To hear Jesus, there must be a preacher. And to preach, there must be one sin. But not only thank God for the supplication, and thank God for the saving, and thank God for the sermon, but fourthly and lastly, thank God for the sprouting. And by sprouting, I'm talking about the growing. Thank God for the growing in Christ. The sprouting, the Bible said there in verse number 17, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I don't just thank God that we can get saved, I thank God that we can grow in Christ. We ain't just got to leave it when we get saved. We ain't just got to sit on the pews for the rest of our life. We ain't just got to get saved and be miserable. But praise God, we can get saved and rejoice. We can get saved and when we get saved, we can read our Bible and pray and we can grow in Christ and we can share the love of God with others and we can tell others about Jesus and we can share our testimony. We ain't just got to get saved and leave it like that. I thank God for the sprouting. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I thank God that we can come to the house of God and worship and hear the word of God preached. I thank God for Pastor Tim Gammons who stands up every week, week after week and preaches the word of God. We can come to church and hear the word of God and I thank God for that. Thank God for the supplication. Thank God for the saving. Thank God for the sermon and thank God for the sprouting. We don't just got to get saved and leave it at that, praise God, but we can grow in Christ. I don't know who's all in this building tonight. I don't know to look at it as it's the midweek service, and if you're here you're saved, or to look at it, it's the Thanksgiving service, and you got people who usually don't come to church who's in here, but maybe you're in here this th- this evening and you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior. I pray that you'll make tonight the night before it is eternally too late, friend. You do not want to die. And go to hell. There was the saving. The Bible talked about there in verse number 9. That thou shalt confess with thy mouth in the Lord Jesus. And shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. There was the saving right there. Hey, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you're sitting here tonight and you say, there's no way I can be saved. I've done this and I've done that. no, No, that's not like that. God said, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. With every
2: head bowed and every eye closed, would you stand all over the building?